You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Hey everybody, I'm Sean Reynolds, the owner of Soul Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Klein Appraisal, and your host for this episode of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Today, I actually have with me a guest, Mr. Dan Chapman from Fairway Independent Mortgage. Dan, you've been on the show multiple times. Thank you for coming back. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be back. A, a reasonable experience because you keep coming. Yeah, back. and we're not doing it Zoom today. Yeah. In person. In person, I know. Yeah. Yeah, since the whole COVID thing, I just haven't had many guests because most people just don't want to get very close. Yeah. So thanks for coming on. Yeah, I'm good with it. Let's roll. Yeah, let's go. So one of the things that kind of keeps coming up, and I know a lot of people have questions about, you'll get like these emails or you'll get texts and you'll say, new new mortgage program, 1.75% rate or new mortgage program, 1.99% rate with a little asterisk. Uh-huh. Can you really get those rates because everybody else is quoting like 3% or whatever the prevailing rate is. Yeah. And so we all get these teaser rate things and you're always like, huh, what is going on there? So we're going to spend some time today talking about that and I want you to walk us through sure. what is the reality of those teaser rates? Yeah, the reality is uh, there's a lot of things going on here. A, you have to have a lot of equity. Um, so typically mortgages are priced with the best rate pricing if you have at least 40% equity. Okay. So 60% loan to value or better okay. on a refinance and at least 740 credit score. Okay. Those if you're are, buying a house. Yeah. Purchase. Yeah. Yeah. Buy, purchase or refinance. Um, and then the other factor is, is they're charging you typically um, on that deal, like the 1.99 to 1.875 fixed rate that was out yep. is... Um, Two to three percent in loan fee, okay. um, depending on the rate pricing for that week okay. and, and the cost of mortgages. Um, so they so, are charging you up front to get that rate. You're basically paying points. Yes. To get that loan. So walk us through. So three hundred thousand dollar loan, let's say. Okay. Uh, you're paying nine thousand dollars in extra closing costs to get that rate. Right. Right. So versus um, no nine thousand, right? Yeah. No extra closing costs, just yeah. no points. Yeah. Um, that might be uh, 2.75, um, okay. depending on where rates are at that week, that yeah. day. Call them 3%. Yeah, call it 3%. So yeah. um, is it worth it to save 9000 to lower your payment, maybe $150, $200 a month? Uh, you have to do the math. That's a long time to make up for that. And what happens if you sell the home before... Yeah, you get that cost savings. Yeah, I always tell people, I, I, and it's hard to predict the future, right? So I always tell yeah. people to look out five years. Yeah, the average life of a loan before these historically low rates this year is about five years. Now that's probably going to go up uh, because the rates are below three percent. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. right. Um, right. But the, that's what, the average. What life. you're saying is because everybody's going to have these super low rates, they're not going to want to move. They're not going to want to refinance. So we're going to have people with these mortgages for way longer. I think probably longer. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm although I'm about ready to refinance again. I refinanced myself in April. Okay. I'm about ready to do my own loan again. Okay. So because you think you think rates have bottomed out. Um. Yeah. We're close. I think. I think we're close. I I I actually decided I'm going to do. Personally, I'm going from a 20 to a 15 year. Okay. So I was locking 15 years in the last. uh, um, you know, month, depending on the equity position and credit score, between two and a quarter and two and a half. 
Mm. So, so I'm thinking I'll take that money. That's free. That's free money. So, so I guess, uh, I guess what I'm getting at is the average, you may not be in that loan for for that long. Yeah. And it, I I always tell my clients, Hey, unless you're really sure you're going to be in this loan for 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah. Just look out the next five years or right. so, five to out. seven years, yeah. and say compare the loan options between those two or three loan options that you get. Okay, you know, and think think about that. That that's what I do. How often do you recommend people do something like this, where they take that really low rate but pay the big points up front? Because you're basically just paying for the right to get that lower rate. Yeah, I typically never recommend it. Okay. Um. I, I let the client decide, but okay. if they, they'll sometimes people ask me, "What would you do? What, what's your, what's your, what do you think?" Yeah, uh, I'm more going with the no points. Yeah, um, you know, especially and sometimes even on a refinance, you know, an eight tire with no closing cost or a large lender credit. So makes uh, sense. Now, it, now, but if they say, "Hey, I'm not leaving this house." Yeah, I love this house. Yeah, I'm going to be here this for ten to fifteen home. years. Yeah you know, or the foreseeable as far as I can fathom, then they can consider it. But it just depends on the cost that, you know, and you have to, I have a software that'll break it down and say, even factor in the tax deduction uh, on the interest paid and then say, Hey, this is going to take you X amount of years to make up for the lower rate cost. Right. And after that, you're winning. Is it? Okay. So that's what, but you got to be in the home for a long time to have that make sense. Cause otherwise you paid a bunch of money up front yeah. for this low rate. Yeah. And if you're not able to take advantage of that over a long period of time, your, yeah. your cost savings isn't there. Typically on a 30 year, it's at least five years. And on a 15 year, it's even more because the payment right. difference is even less on a 15 year. And that's something I talk about a lot is have at least a five year game plan. Yeah. Cause my experience as an appraiser over like 30 years, I have sat on people's front porches and had them tell me so many times, this was our forever home. And how do you think that conversation goes? Yeah. Somebody got sick. They got divorced. Yeah. Somebody died. Right. Somebody, they got relocated. And all of a sudden, you got to sell that house. Yeah. And you're appraising it for, and you're talking to the sellers. Yeah. yeah right. Maybe they've done a massive remodel. This was going to be our forever home. We, we did this teaser interest rate. This was going to be our forever home. Yeah. Just, there's so many things. We took out this big line of credit thinking we'll be able to pay this off over time. It's going to be our forever home. And those forever homes, from my experience, they were not forever homes. No, things change, yeah, man. Things I change. mean, you, you, you can't, I, who knows what we're going to be in 10 years from now. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, where are we going to be living? What are we going to be doing? I mean, you doing? know, yeah. yeah. Something different than we're doing right now. Yeah. And that's what most homeowners are at as well. So, so you as a mortgage professional don't typically recommend these teaser rates. No, no. I, yeah. I just think it's, it's, it's a lot of money and yeah. you don't know the future. Right. And if you can save money on a refinance or get, get, I mean, rates are super low right now. Yeah. You know, you can get a no points loan, um, depending on the, the loan program and the, in, in the mid twos to, if it's 30 year upper twos. That's crazy. Under 3%. Yeah. I mean, I'm 2.75 on a 30 year, no points. Yeah. That's, it's, that's it's, wild. You know, I mean, and yeah. why would you even, you know, not do a fixed rate? I get people asking me about arms. I was like, why would you want to do an arm right now? You could be because they're getting greedy, and they think they could get a little bit less. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just you're 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 playing with risk right there, and the the, right. the rates are 
as low as they've been in the history of the U.S. So Right, yeah. So what are you recommending? So what's the, the typical rate and program that you are recommending right now for somebody with with average credit going into either a typical refinance or a typical purchase? Are you recommending a 30-year fixed just at cost? What kind of, what kind of mortgages? Are yeah, you doing I mean, most people are doing a 30-year for sure. Okay. Um, if people got money or they're refinancing and you know, they can swing a 15 year, then go for it, man. You're going to get a lower rate and you're going to save thousands of dollars. Right. You won't be 80 years old when that mortgage yeah, paid off. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. Like this. I'm going to redo my loan on a 15 year, you know, right. you know, I'm 49. I ain't getting any younger. So I, no. I got to pay that thing off. Yeah. So, you know, um, it just depends if you, but I, once in a while I get some really conservative clients that, you know, they make good money and they'll go, I'm going to do the 15 year, you know? So, if they can, if you can swing it, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. You're going to pay a little bit more because your payments are, you're just yeah. jamming that repayment time into half yep. of your 30, but because rates are so low and the 15 year rates are lower right now mm-hmm. right, than 30. It's a forced savings, Sean. Yeah. So what, so what, what I've actually, what I've done until I do my 15 year is I paid extra. So you can have that flexibility and do a 30 year too, if you want and just pay extra. And say, hey, what do I need to do right. to pay this off in 15? How much do I need to add to my principal yeah. each month? Or So, so if you know. get into a spot where you don't have the cash flow to do that, yeah. then you can fall back on the 30-year payment yeah. And, yeah. and just kind of go with that. Yeah, you could do that. Yep. Yeah. So why do these lenders, what's in, what's in it for the lender if they have to go through the whole rigmarole of explaining that this teaser rate may not be in the best interest of the client? We always see these things yeah. out there. right. So they must work to a certain extent. I mean, people are like, hey, I could get this rate for this. Well, you said teaser. So at least it gets them to pick up the phone or send an email yeah. and inquire and maybe even apply. Yep. And then the loan officer may say, hey, this is the closing cost at 1.99. And this is your closing cost at 2.625. And they may, in the end, but they got, they got the loan. Yeah. So they made the end go with the higher rate and the lower cost. Who knows? So the bottom line is, is if you see a teaser rate loan and it seems like it's too good to be true, it's probably because it is. Yeah. And you need to talk to a mortgage professional to figure out what is best for you, your goals, how long you're going to be in the home. Yeah. Your credit, the amount of money you have for a down payment, the equity you have in a home, if you're refinancing. There's a lot of my clients that, you know, they, they get these... They get these emails. They see this ad, yeah. and I've done a loan for them in the past. I'm closing one right now for a guy, and it was, um, you know, one of the big, I should say, the biggest one you see on TV with all the commercials taking off. You know, uh, you mean something to do with a rocket? Yeah, something to do with a rocket. A yeah, rocket. and yeah. they were quoting him. Actually, they weren't quoting him that low of a rate. It was a cash out, and they had twenty thousand dollars in fees. Wow! And I got him the same rate with uh, about. Uh, 15 grand less in fees. Mm, so five grand. Yeah, yeah. So, so he saved 15 grand. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's that too. Um, there's some, some that are charging a lot of money. This is a cash out refinance. If know. it's too good to be true. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Cause these lenders aren't giving away money. No, people are busy. 
Yeah. They don't want to do it. They don't want to work for free. No, you know? none of us do. Yeah. And if, if it doesn't figure, if it doesn't fit your business model right now, you're like, I'm on to the next. Yeah. Cause there's so much business out there. There is that we can't get to it on the appraisal side. We just turn down orders left and right. Yeah. You guys just are crazy busy right crazy now too. Busy. Well, there aren't enough appraisers. No. And so, and everybody and their brother is refinancing. Oh man. And so we get all these requests for quotes and I, we just have to delete them Yeah, because we can't get to them. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know. And that's why we're hearing stories about um, appraisals impacting deals because they're not getting, they're having to ask for requests for up to like a month extension. Oh, wow. With Chase. We, we heard we had that. Uh huh. Wow. We need an extension. The not big for, banks and not stuff. For, not for a day, not for a week, a month. A month. The big banks? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. If, you know, if that's a purchase, that's a that's that's not. It good. was a purchase. Ooh. Yeah, not good. But that's where we're at, and I think that's what you're going to see, kind of the rest of this summer. Mm-hmm. Is just the the system kind of jammed up. Wow, it's crazy. What other trends? So we're seeing a lot of low teaser rate stuff out there right now. What other trends are you seeing that are kind of currently going on? You know, um, on the purchase end of things. Um, just, I guess, I guess for me, if you're looking at purchases, cause it's really busy with purchases yeah. for me, right? I'm refinances are busy, but it's the, it's the purchase season that we should have saw in April, May yeah, it's happening push, now because of COVID, down. right? We yeah. all expected that and it's yeah. happening. So, um, I think that just, it's super competitive out there and, and people are, um, having trouble, you know, cause there's not much inventory. Yeah. So the, I guess the trend is, um, how quickly can you close, um, you know, what's, what's, what can you do to make your offer stronger to yeah. get that property, to get that accepted? Um, but you know, on the, on the lending things, as far as the actual loans, um, I guess trends are because jumbo market is still restricted. There's trends to try to get out of the jumbo market if they don't meet that criteria. If they meet that criteria and they got the 20% down and, and they check all those boxes, great, no problem. Um, but Conforming. if they, yeah, but if they Conforming don't, what, what, what are we as lenders doing? Like for instance, I got, I, I told you earlier, I got an approval today from, uh, a credit union that's a jumbo lender, but it, they underwrite to co- conventional guidelines. So it's portfolio loan, hmm. still 20% down, but they're less stricter on the other requirements, debt to income ratio reserves. Cause that's their thing. They're comfortable with that risk. So they're a lender yeah. that is willing to do that. They're make sense lender. You know, there's not many jumbo right. make sense lenders. And they were the only lender and they'll, they'll go unnamed. You know what? We're saying positive things about them. Yeah. It's, just, it's them. allow credit union. So yeah. they're, they're, yeah. they're, a, um, I guess, uh, midsize. And they were the only lender that kept lending jumbo throughout the whole pandemic. Crash. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Or, or did they jump out at some point and there was They no uh I think they if I recall they lowered their max loan amount, but okay. now it's back up. But so so they were they they tightened down a little bit and yeah. then they opened back up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. But they didn't say shut the doors and don't bother us. Right. You know. Right. Okay. So that's that and then the other thing is combo loans. So if somebody wants to still you can't put 10% down on a jumbo loan anymore, but you can buy a house for say 1.2, 1.3. Okay. And put I don't have to get out a mortgage calculator, but or calculator, but 10% I need down. You to do this in your head. Yeah, 10% down um, obviously on 1 million is is 900,000. So you could do a first for 741, 750 in King County, okay. or Snohomish County, Pierce yep. County. And then the second for the remaining 159, 250 or whatever, it's called 159. Yep. So you could do that and still put 10% down 
Okay. And not have private mortgage insurance. Okay. So that's really popular right now. The problem is, is HELOC lenders are really backed up. So they're taking, they're taking 10 to 14 days to approve a loan. HELOC would be? Home equity line of credit. Yep. Okay. Okay. Second mortgage. I've heard a lot of lenders just flat aren't doing HELOCs. Is that incorrect? So we broker them. That's, you know, we're, we're a direct lender, but we're also a broker, but 95% of our stuff is direct lending in house at Fairway. And then brokering is, I mean, really, truly, I I only broker HELOCs. That's pretty much all I broker. So you send that stuff out, everything else you guys work off of your own money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so the HELOCs are because you're brokering it and because they're backed up and because they're really popular right now, they're high demand, low supply, right? Yeah. Um, those are, those are taken. So if we're doing a purchase closing on a HELOC, I always tell the realtor, we need at least 30 days. Okay. Okay. Um, whereas if it's just a first mortgage conventional loan, 15 days, no problem. Okay. What do you see trends, um, mortgage rates, uh, doing the rest of the summer through the elections? Where are we seeing that going? Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, uh, I think they're going to be for sure below 3%. Um, they're going to bounce around a little bit. We'll see them improve in eighth. We'll see them go up in eighth. But, you know, I think they'll stay in that uh, on a 30-year fixed in that 2.625 to 2.875 range. Okay. So you think under 3%. Yeah. Even though we're seeing the 10-year treasury kind of trend upwards. Yeah. yeah. You don't think mortgage rates are going to follow? Um, if the next few employment reports aren't really good yep. and um, – we don't hear inflationary data because yep. that makes that's the arch enemy of interest rates. If yep. those two things um, stay in check, then yeah, yeah, I think so. I you mean, we have an employment report coming out tomorrow, yep. um, and the ADP report, payroll report yesterday was expecting, um, gosh, I want to say, I don't remember the number, but I think it was around 800K new job um, creations, and it was like around 450. Oh, so okay. no, I'm sorry. Million. Okay. Million. It's in okay. the millions. Okay. Because we're right. There's so many, there were so many yeah. layoffs during COVID. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you had a jobs report that came out that was negative, but then today the unemployment yeah. was less than expected. Yeah. So it'd be so interesting to these, see what happens got tomorrow. these numbers just kind of bouncing around. Yep. 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 Kind of crazy. Yeah. Dan, thank you so much for being with us today. Always appreciate your helpful insight. We like to have you on the show like once a month because mortgage things change. Like the whole jumbo thing has changed. Yep. Interest rates change. People have questions. We get hit up all the time. So that's what we try and cover with you. So thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. And we will see you next time. And your information will be in the body of YouTube video and on the podcast platforms. So Dan Chapman, Fairway Independent Mortgage. What's your email address, Dan? Dan C at fairwaymc.com. There we go. Thanks for having me. Yep, you bet. Thanks for coming on, Dan. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.